Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. The A to Z of Disease Podcast. Welcome to the A to Z of Disease Podcast with me, Rose Mukonyo. Today, we are discussing breast cancer from an oncologist perspective. Dr. Mohamed Ezi, an oncologist, has been working in Nairobi for the last three years now, and he will be taking us through some of the aspects of breast cancer and the role of an oncologist in breast cancer management. Welcome, Dr. Ezi. Thank you very much for inviting me for this podcast. At what point after being diagnosed does one need an oncologist? Yes. Once you get diagnosed with breast cancer, you need to see an oncologist as soon as possible because the oncologist will then plan your treatment on how your treatment would be. Would you require surgery first? Would you require chemotherapy first? Or what other uh, investigations and diagnostic procedures that you may require so as to start your treatment? Because treatment treatment of breast cancer is a journey, so you need to start your journey as soon as possible. So are you saying that there are stages and if there are stages, at what point will they be seeing an oncologist? In terms of stages, we have four stages of breast cancer. So the stage one, stage two, stage three are known as early breast, uh, stage one and stage two is known as early breast cancer. Stage three is known as locally advanced breast cancer and stage four is, is known as metastatic breast cancer. So as mentioned earlier, regardless of whichever stage you are in, you need to see an oncologist to start with because based on your stage and then the oncologist then plan how your treatment would be. Early stage is breast cancer. You just you may just require some surgery and then some tablets or maybe radiotherapy afterwards. But for locally advanced for stage 3 and stage 4 breast cancer, you may require chemotherapy to start with. So whenever you get diagnosed with a breast cancer, regardless of the stage, you need to see an oncologist. For the early stages, the oncologist will direct you to a surgeon to get your lump, to get your mass removed. For later stages, the oncologist may decide whether he wants to start with his chemotherapy first and then take you to for, for surgery. And for stage four disease, the oncologist will decide that since surgery, sorry, since surgery will not be a major a major role in your treatment, he may decide to start with. Uh, chemotherapy or treatment directed against breast cancer. You know, some people who have been diagnosed with breast cancer uh, do not know it in the first stage. Maybe you can tell us what is the role or what is the work of an oncologist in the breast cancer management? The role of the oncologist in breast cancer management is for first to screen. It has to bring a policies to allow patients to screen for breast cancer. And then when a patient has been diagnosed with breast cancer, the oncologist has to stage that breast cancer by doing various other tests like imaging of the breast, the chest, to see at which stage the breast cancer is at. After, after, after the diagnosis of breast cancer, they look at the biopsy report. And based on the biopsy report, the oncologist will then decide on how to go about it. 
Early breast cancer, as I've mentioned, is more so of a treatment that is done by surgery. So coming to an oncologist does not necessarily mean that you'll be started on chemotherapy or you'll be started on drugs to treat the breast cancer. No. If it's early breast cancer, the surgeon will have a look at it. And if the surgeon feels that he is comfortable with removing the breast breast cancer mass, he can remove the breast cancer mass. After surgery, based on what what they see in surgery, you may be referred back to the oncologist. So early breast cancer, a surgeon can still see the a patient at first, or even an oncologist can see the patient at first. But there will definitely a point whereby the surgeon and the oncologist will converge and they'll have to discuss further management of the patient. Now you've mentioned uh, chemotherapy. Most people just hear chemo and I'm sure you've known that uh, people fear chemo. What is chemotherapy and when is it needed? Chemotherapy is whereby it's a treatment directed against breast cancer. Cancer is a a disease whereby the cells are rapidly growing without the control of the body. Normally, in a normal person, the cells in our body, they grow and they die and the body takes care of it. It's a regulated process. So there's not excess growth and there's no excess death of the cells in the body. However, in cancer, the, the, in cancer, the cells, the cancerous cells, change their property and become rebellious in the sense that they are no more under the control of the body and they start growing on their own and multiplying on their own. And that multiplication occurs and that forms a, uh, a mass. So what chemotherapy does, chemotherapy kills those rapidly multiplying cells so that they die off. As like all other treatment, chemotherapy also has side effects. And most of the side effects of the chemotherapy are mostly to those rapidly dividing cells in the body, like the mucosa, the, 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 gastric, uh, the, the stomach lining. And hence, one of the most common side effects of chemotherapy is vomiting because the, 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 the stomach is being irritated by this drug. The other side effect is the skin. And because the skin, they are rapidly growing cells, like your hair grows, falls off, you, you, it starts, it's, it's a, and when you cut it off, it also grows again. So the other side effects of chemotherapy is that patients tend to lose their hair. But this hair, after you stop chemotherapy, can grow back again. Vomiting, we can give you medicines to stop preventing the uh, vomiting. So chemotherapy is just those drugs that are directed against the cancer cell. And currently in breast cancer, it is not necessary that you will be put on based on what type of uh, breast cancer you have. We are basically, say, for three, three major types of breast cancer. We have one which is hormone positive and HER2 positive. HER2 is a molecule that is expressed by the breast cancer. So you have ones which are hormone positive and HER2 positive. We have others which are hormone positive and HER2 negative. And then we have hormone negative, HER2 positive, and then we have hormone negative and HER2 negative. Patients who have hormone receptor positive tumors will, will not necessarily started on chemotherapy. They will be given drugs that are taken by tablets. And these drugs are sort of the time to change the hormones in the body so, because breast cancer is a type 
it is com it is common in female because of estrogen estrogen drives the breast cancer so some some patients will be put on some tablets especially those ones who are hormone receptor positive and these ones the, the, the drug the, the purpose of the drug is to prevent the hormone from acting on those receptors yeah so in the event that one has gone through chemotherapy do they need to go through another form of treatment it based on how the chemotherapy was planned okay for locally advanced for stage 3 breast cancer because the tumor is very big it's locally advanced it's very big on the breast the surgeons may not be comfortable doing the surgery with a good outcome okay so what they some what they some what we sometimes do, we give them chemotherapy before they go for surgery and the whole purpose of chemo to give chemotherapy before is we want to shrink the tumor to a manageable size so that when the patient when the patient undergoes surgery the surgeon is comfortable doing a good removing the whole mass all together so so this time we gave chemotherapy before the patient underwent to surgery and uh, after chemotherapy and after experiencing the side effects is there a way that a person can regain maybe their fallen hair back uh it depends on what type of uh, chemotherapy drugs you are using almost all of them are toxic to the hair it will cause the hair to fall down but not all of them will cause permanent hair loss when you stop the chemotherapy the hair will start growing especially if you're using chemotherapy in the early stages of breast cancer so you give chemotherapy only for maybe about 3 to about 4 to 5 months then we stop giving the chemotherapy after stopping the chemotherapy then your hair will start growing back so it is not all chemotherapy drugs that cause hair loss they tend to cause hair loss when you're actually been getting the drugs but when you stop giving the drugs and after a month or two of not getting the drugs your hair will start growing back Now let's talk about radiation. At what point will a patient require radiation? Okay. Radiation just like surgery is used mostly in early breast cancer and locally advanced breast cancer stage 2 and stage stage 1, 2 and 3 till stage 3. Yeah. Most of the radiation that is given is given after surgery. Okay? And the role we give radiation therapy is that when the surgeon has done has removed the breast and then the surgeon remove the cancer the cancer in the breast okay there is a there is a possibility that that, that some small microscopic breast cancer cells could have been left behind in the breast and these are not visible to the surgeon okay so the radiation is to just to protect the patient so that the radiation will kill these residual cells so that you do so your chances of getting a relapse are very minimal so this is the role of radiation therapy now there's a lady that i interviewed 3 uh, years ago she had breast cancer on the one one side she went through the surgery it was removed she went through chemo and radiation but after a few months after the surgery she was told that uh, there were cancerous cells that had been detected on the other side so i wonder is radiation usually done on one side alone the one that has been affected or do you do um, on the entire body just to prevent just to be sure radiation usually 
is done on the breast that is affected after surgery. But the reason we cannot do broad both breasts at one particular time is that because of the side effects of radiation that may occur. So at one particular time, we just radiate one breast, the breast that was involved with breast cancer. People sometimes who get breast on the, on the other breast, on the breast that was not affected, we call the contralateral breast. Some of these people have genetic changes that predispose them from getting breast cancer. Hence, it, for that it is very important to inform the patient that even after you getting your breast cancer and getting treated for breast cancer, you still, do, you still need a follow-up, you still need your annual mammograms to look for breast cancer on the other breast. And especially, this is quite important, especially if you have a very strong family history of breast cancer. There are some patients, if they have a very strong family history of breast cancer, their sisters are involved, their mother is involved, their, grand, their grand, grandparents are involved with breast cancer, some of them will also opt for removing the other breast. Not because it is affected by cancer, but just they, they don't want to get cancer of it. A good example is Angelina Jolie. You must have heard about it. Yes, yes. She did not have any cancer in her. It's just that she had a very strong family history of breast cancer. They did some genetic tests on her and they found that she also has the same genes that predispose her from getting breast cancer. So she decided instead of waiting for her to get breast cancer, she decided to get both her breast removed. They had, they had no cancer, just to her for preventing her from getting breast cancer. Talking about radiation still, you spoke about uh, the side effects that you cannot do on both sides because of the side effects. What are some of these side effects? Okay. Uh, the side effects of radiation therapy, okay, uh, they, they also tend to get vomiting and nausea. But the most important side effect is if it's done on the breast, it tends to sort of also affect the skin. So some people get really really bad rashes on the skin. Some people, the skin feel itchy and hot, and some even make it blisters. Okay? Uh, because the breast is just close to the lungs, so some of them, the lungs are also affected by the radiation. And this, some people can get something like a lung inflammation known as pneumonitis, and they may have difficulty in breathing and they may be coughing. If you are radiating the left side of the breast, the heart is also there, so the heart may be also be affected. And then these people who, have, uh, who get radiation to the heart, they have a high, they have a high risk of getting ischemic heart disease or myo or heart attacks or myocardial infarctions because the heart is being radiated. But these risks are very minimal and so most of the time we usually, we usually weigh the risk against the benefits and the benefits of radiotherapy almost always outweighs this risk of heart attack and, and lung inflammation because they occur very rarely in patients and so that is why we always attempt that this will be beneficial for the patient. So apart from the two, the chemotherapy and radiation, are there other forms of uh, treatments that you give? Uh, as I mentioned, the third major form of treatment for breast cancer is surgery. Okay? But the most important of all of these therapies, chemotherapy, radiotherapy, surgery, is something known as psychological support and mental support. And so patients who have gotten breast cancer, because it's a very long journey, they need to be mentally fit and they need to be mentally able to cope with this disease and the treatment.
So it is very important for patients with breast cancer to undergo counseling and to have psychological support. So it's psychology and counseling also a treatment for breast cancer. So there are no other medicines apart from just surgery, radiation, and chemo? Yeah, uh, the medicines are chemotherapy. As I've mentioned, there can be two ways. The chemotherapy drugs that are given intravenously, to those ones we call cytotoxic drugs, okay? And then we have, we have also targeted therapy, okay? Targeted therapy is whereby the medicines are targeting particular molecules or particular proteins that are produced by the breast, breast cancer cells. For example, in, as I mentioned earlier, there are like three or four types of breast cancer. The one we have HER2 positive, okay? Mm -hmm. This drug is a is patients, we give them drug called trastuzumab, okay? Mm -hmm. That trastuzumab is sort of a, it's not a chemotherapy per se. It's sort of a drug that is given intravenously that targets the cancer cells producing HER2 and kill them. Mm -hmm. Then you have the hormonal therapy. The hormonal therapy are those drugs that target the hormone-positive breast cancer. These are drugs taken orally and they're taken for a very long period of time, about uh, 5 to 10 years based on it. Mm -hmm. Currently, there are other oral tablets that are coming out, but these are in patients, in female patients who, who show that genes that who have that particular gene that predispose them to breast cancer. So there are currently new, new drugs that are coming up in the market uh, that are trying to see whether patients can avoid getting chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. okay. So in this, you only look at the hormones to determine who is eligible to, uh, to getting this medicine? Yeah. The, patient should be express, the, the patient should be expressing those hormone receptors and it is only on those patients this treatment will work. So whenever you, you get a biopsy result of breast cancer, your doctor will tell you to do something known as immunohistochemistry. And this is to basically find out whether your breast cancer is expressing those hormones or not. Because it has, it has, uh, it predicts, it tells us whether you respond to those drugs or not. If you have a, if you have a hormone negative breast cancer and I give you those hormone treatment, it will not work. It will just give you side effects. It's very important to know the status of the breast cancer. And uh, talking of uh, stages in the breast cancer, uh, which stage do you consider most difficult to manage? And uh, what, what is your advice? What do, what do you normally do to such patients where you find it very difficult to manage? Okay. Uh, in terms of breast cancer, there's no... There's no there is no that this stage is difficult to manage or this stage is easy to manage. But the reason we want people to we want people to go for breast cancer screening, the reason we want to get their cancers early. Because if we get their breast cancers early and we give them the appropriate treatment required. So let's if hundred if there are hundred people with breast cancer and I got them all of them at early breast cancer and I gave them the appropriate treatment and they finished the treatment as required. After five years, 97 of these patients will still be alive. After 10 years, 90 of these patients will still be alive. If I get my cancers late, if I get my cancer stage 4, stage 4 is whereby the, the breast cancer has spread to other organs in the body. Even, if, even after giving them the appropriate treatment, after five years, on, if 100 patients have stage 4 disease, and even if I give them the appropriate treatment, 
after five years, only about 40 to 50 of them would be alive. So that is why it is important to get those cancers early. And the more earlier you get them, I give you a, bo a better chance of curing you. And sometimes the very early cancers, sometimes even do not require chemotherapy. Surgery would be enough for them. From the methods that you have used, uh, chemo, surgery, radiation, and other, those other medicines that you've spoken about, which one would you consider the best practice for breast cancer management? Uh, there is no best. We have to use all. There is no that I. I. Uh, that you have to use all of this in tandem, in combination, to get the best outcomes. There, 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 where you might think surgery. Uh, let me do surgery first, and then I'll do chemotherapy. There are cases when I'll say let me do chemotherapy first and then surgery. And surgery and radiotherapy will only control the local disease, the disease in the breast while chemotherapy takes control of the systemic disease. So even if I've got an early breast cancer patient, I give him chemotherapy, but I do not do anything for her breast, I still have done, I would have still done zero work. So patients need to know, especially those patients who are going, undergoing, who have been told to go chemotherapy first and then do surgery, that is in the locally at stage three. If you give them the chemotherapy, the cancer would disappear after a few cycles of chemotherapy. Mm -hmm. But that does not mean that this, the, the cancer disappearing will, uh, will not avoid surgery. You'll definitely, you'll still need to go surgery mm -hmm. and radiotherapy because if you don't do it, your cancer will come back. Mm -hmm. So there's no, there's no like this one, is, this treatment is superior to this treatment. It is at which particular stage the cancer is and now you have to select of all those trees that which ones would you use. Sometimes you may end up using all three of them. Sometimes you may use only two or sometimes you just use only one. So there is no best treatment. We have to combine all these treatments so that we get the best outcome for the patient. Do you encounter a difficult patients who would come and say, I want you to do this particular treatment? I don't want this particular one. Like, I want radiation, but don't do me chemo. Do you, do you find some difficult patients? We have such patients. They are, they are not difficult in that sense. It's just that sometimes they, just, they, have, they have been misguided or misinformed about the information out there. So the patients who tell you, look, I don't want surgery, so we give them, they don't want their breasts removed. So, but, so we give them options. Look, we can do ABC. When, and if, this, if, if, the, if the response is well, we won't remove your whole breast. We'll just remove a part of your breast where the cancer was. So we have such options. Like, And having breast cancer does not necessarily mean that you have to get rid of your whole breast. Currently, there are surgical procedures whereby we can preserve your breast. We, we remove the cancerous cells and then we go to some... Uh, we, we do some plastic surgery on your breast, so your breast is still there. We call them breast-conserving surgery. And breast-conserving surgery has, all, has the similar outcomes as removing the total breast. So we tend to have such patients who say that they, they want only one type of treatment and not that. But so we try to explain to them, look, if you just do this and you don't do this, your chances of getting the breast cancer again increases or this is what the outcome would be. So we try to convince them that you require, you require this and this. You need to combine both of this. And once they've been informed adequately, most patients will follow your advice.
Thank you very much. So do you have anything maybe that I may have left out? Uh, what I want to speak to you in terms of an oncologist in a general message out there that I want people to go for breast cancer screening. At least get your mammogram done every one, at least once a year or at least once in two years. We want to get your, the reason we want you to get your mammogram, we want to get your cancers early because as I mentioned early, early cancers have a better survival of cancer and whatever treatment that we may give you, we are trying to cure you of the disease. And sometimes if we get your cancers very early and it is one of those very good breast, one of the good cancers, sometimes you may not even need uh, chemotherapy for the treatment of your breast cancer. We can manage you with tablets and surgery. Thank you, Dr. Ezi, for taking us through this very informative discussion. My takeaway here is the role of the oncologists and the, the different methods of treatment that we have. That is the surgery, we have radiation, we have chemotherapy, and that it's very important to have a multidisciplinary kind of a, an approach to this. I am sure so many people, especially women who are uh, suffering from breast cancer, have benefited from this podcast. Be sure to join us next time, same place, for another conversation on the A to Z of disease. I am Rose Mokonyo. The A to Z of disease podcast. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? ¿Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500. Hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCI US LLC.